listeners at home, you might want to turn down your headphones as Trevor may be screaming all of a sudden. You see, I think he records out of a death trap, and he just got electrocuted by his microphone. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I just took a shock in the face. Yeah, and last week you fell off your chair, and I don't know. It's like you have a bear. Just like a rope neck. hanging close to my neck. Yeah. yeah. One, one false move, Trevor. The danger zone. The danger zone. I like to challenge myself, you know. Yes. Oh, well. So I'd like to to open today's episode about an email that I got from Brent and it just warmed my heart and I'm thinking about putting it on the fridge. Brent said, in response to an email of mine, I also laughed very hard about your email. That's high praise. I don't think Brent has ever said anything that nice to me before. Wait, that's all the email said? I also no. laughed at your email. Yeah. He laughed really hard, Trevor. That meant a lot to me. Aw, you were funny. I was. In do, you know what we were, do you know what we were laughing years about? Of, years of comedy podcasts, and you hit it. No, no nobody knows because you didn't tell anything yet. But what it was was, if you go back to last week, our dream sequence, you should listen to. I think you can oh, listen they, to it again. It's like a whole new meaning. It's basically, this basically puts like a sixth sense twist on it. <laughs> you have to go listen it to it It's even better. So your dream sequence from last week. Yeah. Or two, two weeks ago. Episode 64. Yes. yes. Last week for me. Okay. Well, well, Brent just gave the news that, you know, he's expecting. So I think most people, like, turn to their friend and go, oh, my God, Brent from the podcast is having a baby. And they didn't listen to his next words that I had a dream the other night. I myself was part of this episode, and I missed him say I had a dream last night. And so I thought the following, what he said, was all true. <laughs> And what did we talk about? <laughs> yeah, so we, Carter just thought that I was talking about Trevor's micropenis <laughs> for like five time. minutes. Because you were in Dauphin, and Trevor's in Dauphin, and you had to go borrow some condoms, and Trevor had really tiny condoms. And you and thought just, this was all really happening. And I thought it was all happening, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners who don't pay like that close attention were, were thinking of it, too. Oh, that's so much funnier if they like, thought that. And, and, and well, awkward. I it was. And what was your reaction and, like, Carter, on the podcast? Were you just, like, silent? My re- yeah, if you go back and listen, I'm just checked out. And I'm like, it explains so much. What? Oh, <laughs> Carter. Everything makes so much sense now. <laughs> no, no, no. So you got to set you got to set the we got to set the record straight. So just in case anybody's got some, oh, false, I'm not uh, too worried. Yeah. Oh, you're on display there, man. But imagine if I did have micro penis and I took it that well. I know. I was like, I'm shocked that this is <laughs> Trevor. And, Trevor's really come to terms with his micro penis. And, <laughs> and if you listen to the unedited uh, part of the podcast immediately right after, I'm like, okay, I got I got to cut all that out, right? You're like. <laughs> No, it's good. <laughs> and I was like, wow, <laughs> this show is going places all of a sudden. Here comes the wisdom podcast reggae man, Connor Chatter, coming at you loud. Here comes the wisdom, and here comes the truth. And here comes your favorite podcast, always still made for you. Brent also texted me this uh, this week, and uh, it just it was just like, "Are you okay?" 
have you been eaten? <laughs> and I'm like texting back because we got some. That's new exactly files. how Brent texts people. <laughs> and we got some two month old. So he brought home some two month old uh, foster puppies. So I was like, oh, too many dogs in the house. He must be making fun of me. And no, he's. And then so I call him up, and he was actually concerned about me. Mm-hmm. Ain't that right? No. I couldn't get a hold of anybody I knew, and I just thought last Friday the world was ending. Like yeah, outside of my little area. Saying, world has gone crazy today. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see that uh, the CDC, the Center for D- Disease Control in Atlanta, actually, um, a higher up, actually put out a statement saying that there was no like zombie virus because there's been a lot of cases of cannibalism in the last week. And so he actually said that there's like not to worry public. Well, do you know on Coast to Coast Radio last week, they had okay. a whole zombie night. Oh, boy. Are you called... back in? Are you in to Coast to Coast? <laughs> I, I, I stuck my toe in the water, baby. What's Coast to Coast? You it's gotta, too you gotta good, Brad. It's too good not to listen. It's a show. Is it 12 to 5 a.m.? Oh, no. Not sleeping again, hey. AM talk radio. That's how I went to sleep for about eight years of my life. Listening to that. Are we talking until CKDM? I, listening to a couple hours of that from 12 it's till everywhere. 3. Yeah. It's everywhere. This guy called in and he must have been on like <laughs> bath salts. <laughs> and he's saying, I don't know if I'm a zombie, but for the last years, I've been eating pieces of myself daily. And the guy's like, what, what, what do you mean exactly eating pieces of yourself? You know, just cutting little strips of my arms and legs off and just eating a little every day. Oh, the guy was freaked out. And then he started quoting the Bible about your body as your temple or something. And, oh, it got really weird. It was good. So there's a big zombie worry right now. There is, yeah. Okay, so what was happening? There was Face Eater? Yeah, that was in Miami. A, uh, a naked man went to some rap festival. And, What's the uh, rap music? It's rap music, corrupting guys. So he took some bad LSD, I think, and then he uh, stripped down, went up to a homeless person right next to the Miami stripped Herald down. offices. That's what you got to do first thing. This guy could have been on Salvia. <laughs> yeah, then he stripped down the hobo guy and started eating his face, like but 75% of his face. He was the him. hobo guy alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Critical mm-hmm. condition. Wait, but and, the uh, hobo was alive and got stripped down by a... By this guy, yeah. This guy was obviously, you know, had some zombie strength to Is him. it that hard to do? Isn't it hard to remove anybody's clothing off them? It's also hard to remove someone's face, but this guy didn't seem to have a problem with it. <laughs> Anyways, so a cop came up and he saw what was going on and he, he screamed at him. He's like, well, stop what you're doing. The guy just like looks up and growls at him like Resident Evil. Exactly style. like so, a zombie. Yeah, Did he get so shot? the cops... He did shoot him. The cop shot him, and it didn't stop him. And so he just unloaded into this guy and killed him. So What else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? I'm not going near that thing. Uh, Trevor, I'm sure, I guarantee you, if you you saw somebody eating part of somebody else's body, like moaning, would it be Uh, on? I would start cheering. (laughs) That's all I would do. And I'd phone you. Because it's, it's like, time. yes! It's time. Yes! It's happening! Like, meet you at the farm. Mm-hmm. 
That's I don't think anybody who's not white would really be excited about a zombie apocalypse because it's not going to go well in America's for them. But I guess if you're oh, planned well, out for it, it could be okay. Get some cows on the way. Because if you saw that, wouldn't you assume that something had gone wrong in the world in the last couple of minutes? Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Would you think that that was just a one-time freak thing? I don't know. There's so it's Zombies are so much everywhere all the time that it's got to come to... It's got to pop into your head at least. And if you're a cop with a gun, it'd be just headshots, right? Okay, maybe shoot yeah, no once doubt. in the chi- Yeah, shoot once in yeah, the Yeah, no chi- doubt. Destroy the brain. You got to experiment. You know, that's just movie logic. You got to, you know, if this is real, you got to start... I wonder if he did shoot feet. him in the head. I wonder if he thought it could have been a zombie. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. is that. There is also Brain Eater, in, right? Yeah, in, in Maryland, a college student told police that he killed a man, ate his heart, and part of his brain. Whoa, the good parts. And that in New Jersey... It's like, it's like the guitar solos in Poison songs. <laughs> in New Jersey, a man stabbed himself 50 times, threw parts of his own intestine at police. They pepper-sprayed him, but he was not easily sub- subdued. Yeah, if you're tossing intestines... Oh, pepper spray. Yeah, well, no. that's going to slow him down. Whose intestines was he tossing? His? His own, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't and think I, pepper spray is really going to face him. <laughs> no, he's got a impervious to pain, I would say. So, yes, I do have confirmation here that the CDC spokesperson sent an email to the Huffington Post answering the possibility of the undead walking among us. And he said, we currently do not know of a virus or condition that would reanimate the dead or one that would present zombie-like symptoms. You know things have gone down when, like, the most respected government agency is sending out zombies. <laughs> Denying zombies exist. <laughs> no, you just know how stupid people are. But it's like, yeah, you know, there's people that are like, of course, the government would say that. No, no, the seas. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're it. Zombies are big enough now. They're even in on it. Boston police was like involved in this too. Someone text, someone tweeted them back. Like, you bet you'd tell us if it was zombies, right? Like, oh, for sure. So <laughs> you gotta you gotta get prepared yourself. I'm looking at a hardware store. They just put up a sign in Omaha, Nebraska. Of course, it says "Get prepared," and then big red letters, "Zombie prepared." Mm-hmm. It's got like chainsaw and hammers and everything. So probably the, the zombie story that we've overlooked closest to home was uh, a cannibalistic act as well. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, Magnata character? From Montreal, the butcher of Montreal, as he's been known worldwide. Oh, the butcher of Montreal. That guy, yes. You kill one person, you don't get a name. Enough of this. Well, you know that. So the the man he killed was a Chinese student, and the actual government of China put out a an alert advisory to uh, Chinese tourists coming to Canada about any possible violent action to be done on, <laughs> like. Oh yeah, all Canada's out to get Chinese tourists now. Better not come here. Let's get them. (laughs) That's what we're all about here. Yep. Exactly. So, there's been a lot of press about this guy, and he was pretty active on the internet, like saying that he uh, was in a relationship with notorious serial killer. uh, I thought you were going to say notorious (laughs) B.I.G. Notorious B.I.G. Notorious serial killer uh, Carla Homolka. But I, I love some of the blog posts that he wrote as little as recently as like three years ago one of them was uh entitled how to 
fall off the face of the earth and never be found again. So what's that, Radiohead song? <laughs> no, it was actual, like, instruction manual, how to, like, avoid capture. Well, you don't so do that. You don't give that away. <laughs> I know, because he lasted, after he uh, committed this murder, he skipped the country, and he was, like, pretty much caught three days later. <laughs> Not exactly Carbon San Diego. <laughs> so in case anybody's planning on committing a crime and using that instruction manual as reference, just stop now. Think again. Think again. So what did this guy do? I didn't even. It was so boring. I didn't even pay attention. He just oh, chopped up his boyfriend. Pretty and boring. It to people. It's got. It's got all the, the the hitting points that news agency loves. There's the sex part that he uh, he is a low budget porn actor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Failed reality TV contestant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freaky, terrifying, pl- fake plastic surgery. Like, Ghetto plastic yeah. surgery. He's addicted to plastic surgery, so it's like whoa. And Photoshop, where he has like hundreds of pictures of him, like Photoshop, just traveling around the world, looking just like dead Michael Jackson. Yeah, just like yeah. I was scowling at the camera. So he's just Anyways. a piece of crap. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And so, I was thinking a billion fake internet accounts trying to get himself in Wikipedia for like the last ten years. So he's finally succeeded. Like people kept erasing it and be like, "No, this guy's like super cool." Every name would be like first name, last name, number. And so there's like a thousand of them being like, "No, this guy deserves like a Wikipedia page because he's super hot." And it's just him. Yeah, him doing a billion different sock puppet accounts. Every day, just that's about it. So yeah, when he was caught, it was after Wikipedia. Google. I don't know if they were just. I don't know if Google just had something set up for people searching for him. You think there'd be a lot doing it? But yeah, oh, he yeah. was yeah. yeah in a German internet cafe searching up himself for two hours, and uh, someone working in the cafe recognized him and went outside, called the cops. And this it. guy's just see, he doesn't so. deserve a title. Yeah. He's just too much of a loser. Yeah, so he's finally got his Wikipedia yeah. page. You know what finally they should got do? What he wanted. They mm-hmm. should take him down. They yeah. should take it down. Mm-hmm. Pretend it never happened. That yeah. would just break his heart. <laughs> Yeah. His angry, messed up heart. So, I've been desensitized like, by that show that we would all sit around and have parties to. I think it was like a Spike TV thing <laughs> where it'd just be like they had fun with it. But they, they found video, like it was like Russian guy falling out a tree. <laughs> they, they just found the perfect mix, though, where it's like, okay, I think he's dead, but I guess they weren't. Or they just never well, showed the show? side effects. But it'd be like, oh, here's a fireman, and he's up in like on a thousand foot ladder, and now oh. Oh, he's on fire, and it's like a huge explosion, and he's dead. But let's zoom in and reverse that in watch extra him fall slow down motion. and hit his head. <laughs> I guess everything. I think everything always worked out for that. Oh, that was. <laughs> I think the highlight. Do you remember the guy swing? There is a L.A. guy up on a. Um, up on a traffic light pole and then fell mm-hmm. onto like two stories onto the highway and then tried to walk it off with broken legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I think that sounds the, like gym class. Yeah, that's just the best part of any type of injury is the walk off, right? The walk of shame, yes. Just, oh, I'm, 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 okay, I'm okay until I walk out oh. of the room. Yeah. Just gotta get out of sight. <laughs> 
No, I'm good. Is there well, anything specifically you can remember for that? I know that. Well, gym class, you know about that. I know I had one where, yeah, I crushed myself on a high high bar gymnastics. My lower oh. mid, my lower midsection. I built up the courage to, you know how when you to get yourself oh, no. to spin around on that, you pull your body back and bring it tight to the pole. Yep. I did that, whipped around once, like full speed, and then groin to the bar. Got caught. Yeah, on the on the second pass through, and it just fell and crawled out. I think walked out of the gym, <laughs> walked out of the gym, then just rolled around down a set of stairs. <laughs> oh. No, there was a girl that tried the horse in gym class, and did like a spring off of it, landed on her head. Straight up, like up, up and down, landed on her head. <laughs> Missed the mat. <laughs> landed on her head. Couldn't see. Was like clearly unconscious on her feet. And the gym teacher, all he did was say, "Walk it off." <laughs> and he made her walk it off. <laughs> but she was like, she was so concussed, like just she should have been in a hospital. Mm-hmm. But just walk it off. <laughs> That's. Jim teaches like I am not losing my pension. Like lifts her up. I can't imagine anything worse for a ed teacher than gym te- like teaching gymnastics to grade seven and eight kids. Well, how is that in the curriculum? Yeah, I don't how, believe it. How is there. that even allowed? Hey, I know what we should let these ravaging animals do. Burn some energy off, man. Now, let, yeah, let me just run. lift you. Let me just lift you twenty feet up into the air into these rings, which you can't like. Maybe you can hold yourself up if you're really good. Because what can you do on rings besides fall? <laughs> <laughs> ah. You're a lazy, fat video game kid. <laughs> I wonder if gymnastics are still a thing in schools. Every gym class I go to substitute in, it's dodgeball, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I taught four classes of dodgeball today. It doesn't get old. <laughs> no, dodgeball's always fun. You change you partici- the rules. Do you participate? Once in a while. Like, if anybody passes me a ball, I can throw it at the other team. <laughs> just <you can> play <laughs> offense. No defense. Yeah, or sometimes if a team's really losing. <laughs> like if it's a team full of like losers that are trying hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll step in. But if it's losers who aren't trying hard, you punish them? <laughs> no, I don't switch the teams. I just let them take it. <laughs> It's all about spirit. Would you like me to tell you a story now about outer space? Can we talk? start with Venus? Yay. Yeah, we could. No, or you just want to go right into it? I don't know what's there to say right now. Well, I'm do- I am currently live... While we're live podcasting, I am live watching Venus go across the sun. But we all said that we were all just thinking of just going outside and staring at it for a little bit. Yeah, just to see. I can't, like, I guess we don't really stare at the sun that much, but is it that bad to do normally? It is. That partial eclipse three weeks ago, I looked at it for like five seconds. Well, you can't see the TV for like the next minute. Sneak a peek, you know, like a Mm -hmm. quick little, hey, oh, think I saw it. Yeah. Binoculars. You went no? five seconds straight at the sun, Carter. 
Yeah, I was trying to see if the moon was in front you of me. You actually <laughs> went straight five seconds at the sun. Maybe three seconds. It was enough to do me in, though, for a while. Okay, just count. Open your eyes starting. Close your eyes. Open one, two, three. Yeah, your eyes yeah. would be destroyed. <laughs> That's about as long destroyed. as I Destroyed. <laughs> You can't do that. It's a terrible idea. Oh. When I was a kid, I could. You could stare at that sun as a kid. Oh, yeah, no. back in the day. The ozone layer was still yeah. good. Actually, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. But I've had space on my mind lately and about just what goes on. If, if, I just, if you just walked out a door and all of a sudden, oh, surprise, you're in space. Whoa. Carter, what would you think? I think I know what you'll say, but what would happen to a body in space? Are you thinking of cartoons right now? No, no, no I'm body. Not. What no. do you pick? What do you picture? Ha- what do you think happens to a body? Well, there's no pressure in space. <laughs> no abs. <laughs> so yeah. you always see in movies and stuff so you're exploding, but you think you'd, you you don't explode. I think you just get crushed. Well, there's like a checklist that no goes way. on. I think it's, I think it's worth oh, going no. through this. So it's like as soon as. The nice, nice stuff happens. The nice news is you are still awake for a lot of it. It's not instant death. What did they do to a cat or something? Um, or a monkey? Pro- probably. Has anybody ever died in space? Yeah. Oh, no. There's been space suit accidents. Oh. Okay, People do tell. tell. Yeah. yeah. Some Russians experienced space firsthand. They vacuum firsthand. Like some separation stuff in the seventies going wrong, but uh, yeah. So number of things start to happen like pretty much right at the start. So first thing that you should do is what would you be your first instinct? Do you think if you got sucked out, what would be what would you want to do? False in oh I'm in space. You want to hold your breath, but because like what Carter says about pressure, if you hold your breath, your lungs the Air swells up in your lungs, and your lungs explode. So you. So the, the first thing you want to do is give a good scream, be like, "Oh, I'm in space." Be like, scream oh. it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean like someone can hear me scream in yeah. space? So it's worth it to tr- it's worth it to scream, to scream to it out. Otherwise, air. your lungs are going to uh, explode. Pretty sure you can't get sucked out into space and not scream. You mm-hmm. know. So that's good. Help. Okay. Uh, at the same time, within the first few seconds, without that pressure, you know how like water, boiling water is different in Denver. I gave you that mm-hmm. Denver cookbook for Christmas last year, but so <laughs> yeah, without any pre- without any pressure, all the water on the outside of your skin, your eyes, your mouth, your nose, that all starts to boil. Oh, yeah. So that does also make your body swell up from that boiling. So you're you're instantly blind and your skin's on fire. Well, you're not instantly blind, but your skin's boiling and your eyes are boiling. So you're and, blind. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. And your body does swell up because it's boiling and skin's on the lower inner layers. The skin starts to boil too, so you do get some of that cartoon swelling. So, okay, good. Yeah. Also, you get the bends because the nitrogen oh. in your blood starts to boil, or you start to get at least get bubbles. In there, so that's nice too. So that's the first ten seconds. So you're just sort of sitting around there, like, oh, yeah, I'm sort of blind, skin's boiling, but luckily you're still completely awake. 
So you have about 15 seconds to figure out what's going on. What happens in the last five? Um, where am I? You get, then you start to lose your vision and impaired judgment. Oh. Just because your brain Unless starts you're to Spock. Your, your brain starts to asphyxiate, as you could say. So then you start to go unconscious and get convulsions. So, then it's all good. Yeah. At that point, you're like blue, bloated, floating around. But your On brain fire. is still undamaged for like 90 seconds. So you could still be pulled back in and everything would be cool. But those 15 Whoa, so seconds... so they can still pull you in and take your brain and put it in a yeah. jar. And you'd probably still be... Okay. No, your body could still be brought back. Stuff. This is the yeah. surface, right? There's been no so. resuscitation beyond that, say, 90 seconds, though. Sort of because at that point, your blood does start to completely boil off. Your blood goes down. Your blood pressure drops enough that your blood starts to boil. So, and that makes your heart stop beating. Oh. Mm-hmm. But there's still a little bit of time, so if I ever get... I'm just telling this mostly because if I ever get sucked out in space now, any listeners will know. Give it a shot. It still. Down. Bring me back. Okay. I make that vow. Okay. You, will you, do you think you're going to go to space in your life, Brett? Mm. Space, space, or space? Okay, space, what, space, it, what, meh. Probably not, but space, probably. Where you go up into the, like, out of the atmosphere for a second or two? Yeah, yeah. When, so there's no gravity? Yeah. I mean, like, so your full weightlessness? Yeah, fake space, gravity. probably. Yeah. I think if, if you died and didn't have a will, could we shoot your remains into space? I don't think I have a will right now, so I'm going to say no. We couldn't? No. You're just cluttering oh, up space. That's true. You and gotta it's respect like, space. Yeah, you shoot that out into space. It's like the Russians have shot like cannons and bullets in space. And then those just keep going forever and ever and ever until they hit something and never lose speed. So like 50,000 years from now, something's going to have a bad day. And the cannonball comes like rolling in. Yeah. <laughs> when they're doing their <laughs> space wa- when they're doing their first spacewalk. Oh. That's very considerate. <laughs> there comes Brent's ashes. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's probably safer to be on Space Earth is so much more to you, Brent. Space is like highly philosophical, almost spiritual for you. Ph- philosophical? Yeah. I fall into the 70s, like, post-hippie. Oh, now I can't. This is gonna, not Arthur C. Clarke. There's some other, like, guy who's post-hippie, like, wearing sweaters, talking about the universe. He's my... He's your boy? Yeah, he's my boy. Here's some frantic typing right now. Is that Carter bashing on something, trying to figure Carter, it out? Carter, are you pawing at the computer screen again? No, I'm typing to try to find out, because I was saying that Earth is the safest place you can, you can be, yeah. because the Milky Way galaxy is going to collide with the Andromeda galaxy in, you know, a few million years, and Earth will not be harmed. But, like, the galaxies are just going to, like, you know, rip into each other. Like That sounds like a Death Leopard album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's basically take two swirling table saws, <laughs> let them go up against each other, and Earth will still 250,000 miles per hour, and uh, then Earth will still survive. Yeah, It's good news. Didn't they find Hooray. a planet not too long ago that's, like, very much like Earth? Yeah. They found, like, three of them? Uh, yeah, I was starting to be able to do that. Space just really bothers me, though. It's just too big. It is. The more I understand, the more just depressing it gets, though, because it's like, no... 
we are not gonna go visit some aliens someday. Warp speed's just not gonna happen. You're just stuck here. Fair enough. I think that's the difference between like me and Brent is you'll start thinking about I'll start thinking about how deep space is, and then I'll be like shudder, and then I'll be like, okay, let's go, let's go read a book or play some video games. So Brent keeps on going for maybe hours at a time, just fully. Fully comprehending how big space is, and then he just like gets sad, gets sad, and comes podcasts mm-hmm. with us. This is like, awesome. It's like, even if you could, this has go, been yeah. my favorite episode ever. It's like, even if you could go light speed, just about to a near star for a 50 year trip, stupid physics gets in the way, and it's like bends time around you, so you spend 50 years, but 3,000 years of Earth time goes by. So if I wanted to make that trip now, I could, but I'd be coming back in the year 5,000. Yeah, you'd come back to nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's our one little planet here. That's all we got, and that sucks. <laughs> hmm. So let's keep it good. And <laughs> yeah. The kids at home yeah. oh, always shut recycle. Up. Don't yeah. even try to spit this into a message for the children. Yeah. <laughs> Vote Green Party, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably what the face eater voted. I was all curled up talking about space, and now like half my body's asleep. I'm stuck. <laughs> I was like sitting somehow with my arm under my back, under my butt, like to the <laughs> shoulder, and now my shoulder's dislocated. Uh, I think I need a break. <laughs>